0: Hey, welcome to the Team Babe Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm Babe.
1: And I'm your other host, Robin, and I'm Babe.
0: Well, that was very subdued, Babe.
1: <laughs> I, I can't do Chopper
0: Dave. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean you're not cut out for morning radio?
1: Well, I didn't say that.
0: The zoo show.
1: Should I give the weather?
0: <laughs> well, let me load up all my uh, all my, like uh sound effects and stuff. You know, on the on the soundboard. Oh, do you have some? Then I can put on put in the like little little stings oh. and stuff like that. You oh, know? Right. <coughs> like. Instead of having to like foley all of them. I mean I know it's brilliant when I do my like the helicopter for the weather <laughs> report and everything. <laughs> I mean you're right there in a helicopter.
1: I'm right yep. I'm right here in a helicopter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think the listeners would attest to that that they're right there in the helicopter.
1: I'll I'll say this, babe. I mean, I think that if you really wanted to do that, like you know, crazy kind of like morning wake up with Jason
0: mm-hmm. kind of
1: thing, I think you could do it.
0: Get up at like three thirty in the morning and get it in, get into the studio,
1: mm-hmm.
0: start writing my uh, <laughs> my monologue or whatever mm-hmm. to start the day off. Yeah, yeah, man.
1: I, I- could see that i think you could do that actually
0: (laughs) well after tonight i mean i think it's pretty obvious that yeah i got it in me i got the music in me man
1: (laughs) i have a really hard time turning that stuff on see that's like you're the performer
0: (laughs) well we'll let our listeners be the judge of that Okay. Yeah, you with say our so. with our new Twitter poll that we're putting up right now. Guess
1: what, what? everybody? After <laughs> thirty three or whatever episodes of you talking about us having a Twitter, mm-hmm. we have a Twitter now. Yay! And so now, when you say there'll be a Twitter poll, I'll expect to see one on Twitter. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she called my bluff on the. Uh, tw- on you're the tw- welcome. On the Twitter polls. <laughs> so when you go to our Twitter and you see that there are no posts, then you know who to blame.
1: <laughs> yes, because you're solely in charge of the Twitter I'm, now.
0: I'm curating the Team Babe Twitter, mm-hmm. and so far that curation has existed has uh, consisted of nothing. So far. So far. But, I mean, we're getting... I I mean, there's time. Hey, you know what? I don't want to get into anything, like, too fast. I have to carefully consider all my moves.
1: Do you want to consider all the options first? Yeah. Okay.
0: I think I would consider all of them, each and every one. Yeah. You know, I I was... uh, So, I was playing a poker game for a a buddy's birthday party last night. Yeah. That went really late, and uh, so I feel like... Uh, death warmed over, <laughs> um, but you'd never know it because uh, you know I'm putting on the razzle dazzle for all you. You folks got out that there.
1: golden voice.
0: That's right, I got that golden voice. Anyway, like uh, man, talk about carefully considering all your all your moves and stuff. Oh, in like, the poker
1: game, yeah. Mm.
0: <laughs> when it would come around to me, and it was like you know my my turn to like uh, call or raise right. or fold Make a or move. whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was intense. And like it, Jacob pressure? was just like cracking up at me.
1: He's because like, you would like we're, were like so. Well, I would just look about. around
0: and look at people's faces and stuff like that, <laughs> you know, to try to read them, try to figure out figure out what they got, you know. Did it work? It actually worked a few times. And nice. I had like I had two hands in a row where I went all in and got one guy out of the tournament. And,
1: and you were bluffing?
0: I actually had a good hand.
1: Oh, okay. In
0: both of those, I had oh, a good okay. hand, but it was, there was a potential that I could be beat because oh. of like the, the, uh, we were playing Texas Hold'em or whatever in the flop and the turn and uh. the river and stuff. Like there were other combinations out there, but I was pretty sure I had it. And so I went all in and I think he, yeah, he called and then I took all his chips.
1: <laughs> <Boom>.
0: <laughs> that was a pretty good feeling. Nice. I had a couple other like really good pocket, like initial starting hands. And that I couldn't do anything with Ugh. just because of the way the, right. the rounds went and stuff. Anyway, yeah, so that's Poker Corner for you. <laughs> poker.
1: <laughs> poker. That's what she said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hardly know her. <laughs> God, <laughs> it's such a bad joke. That's like a slam joke or something. Yeah, that's yeah, an yeah. oldie. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's like, that's like some Rickles shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what the what the hell's going on, dude? How, how are you feeling? Did you have a a late night poker game last <laughs> night? What, were, no. you, were you out smoking stogies with the <laughs> the, the gals and uh, chopping it up?
1: <laughs> wow! I just yeah. pictured when you said that, yeah. like you know, as you do, I uh, pictured myself and like four other women that I don't know, all standing around in a circle wearing like black cocktail dresses and smoking
0: stogies. You know what I pictured? What I pictured that, uh, that classic painting or whatever it is of the dogs playing poker, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, but it was like female dogs, so they had like bows on and like very heteronormative, like dog attire, oh, shame you know, like on a little you. tutu or something, uh-huh. maybe like a high heel uh-huh. on like one of the dogs, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so or like bizarre.
0: a garter, a garter, uh, like thing.
1: Well, I'll have to, I have to let you know a little secret, so. What? Um, when I was a kid, I was so rich that I had my own room and toy room Mm. and in my toy room, uh, which was just like an extra bedroom, Mm -hmm. um, I had shag green carpet, lime green and the walls were also lime green and on the walls were all of those pictures of dogs playing poker and smoking cigarettes. Wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you choose those? No. No. Okay, that was like one of your uh, mom's theme thing. I
1: don't know. I don't even know why <laughs> they were there, honestly. It was like it was like a room where just kind of like random stuff ended up.
0: Your mom wouldn't get those no. smoking dogs. That's no. like your dad or your yeah. sister's or something? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it was my sister's old room.
0: That must yeah. be it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm a badass poker playing bitch, man. And, but
1: those things were there forever. Forever. <laughs> it was really funny.
0: Was that the in-between room? Uh no, Upstairs?
1: so my original room was what was the computer room later, um it was a tiny room and then there was like the room that ended up being my room later. I moved into the toy room. Oh yeah.
0: the, the so the one on that so we'll With go the over <laughs> we'll go over uh Robin's childhood home's uh, floor plan. <laughs> Uh, With you all later And you know We'll pace it out And stuff And maybe We'll post the blueprints
1: It was just kind of A strange little Early night Or early 80s Like combination Yeah It was like Leftover 70s bullshit And then like All of these weird toys And a toddler in there But it was like My sister But it was you I know But it was like My sister didn't (laughs) actually Like move all the way out Or something Oh yeah yeah Yeah,
0: yeah, you're just like a toddler (laughs) in there, like, chilling with your dog pictures. Right. Playing poker. Yeah. That's pretty funny. (laughs) So, yeah, what was your your, uh, wild night out with the girls like last night? Oh, wow, let me tell
1: you. I mean, I don't want to, like, you know, reveal too much or anything, but while you were gone at this poker game.
0: Give us a peek behind the curtain.
1: Oh, I sat on the couch and I watched Project Runway from, like, five years ago. Whoa. That I hadn't already seen. And it yeah. was so amazing that I went to sleep on the couch. <laughs> and then I like woke up out of a dead sleep. And I was like, oh my God, I fell asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. And then I like turned everything off and like went to bed. And I was like, oh, see, I went to bed and didn't even sleep on the couch all night. And then I woke up at like 3.30 and I was like, Jesus, i not here. Mm.
0: That's so then, when you texted me.
1: Yeah, I like woke up and I was like, "Wow, what is he doing?" So then I was like, "Uh, oh are you dead?" And then like five seconds after that, you like walked on the door, and then I couldn't go back to sleep. Oh my god! So uh, needless to say, neither one of us are like 100 today. Although I have to say, we did pretty good today. We're <laughs> getting a lot of sleep.
0: <laughs> I, we had a good day. We did. Yeah, it was uh, it was very nice. Uh, thing two was that the the volunteering job. Yep. We had uh, all day to kind we of just free do, time. S- do stuff together. It was amazing.
1: It was amazing.
0: Yeah, man. So um, that will, that's great. So, I mean, we'll probably be a little tired toward the end. We might start slurring our words a little bit, <laughs> not just because of the wine <laughs> we're drinking, but because we we're actually nodding off. But, you know, because
1: we're old. Hang in
0: there. This is like mm. that. This will be like that uh, Sleep With Me podcast that helps you go to bed.
1: Is there
0: a you know? such a thing?
1: Oh yeah. Oh wow.
0: There is it. the guy. Um, oh man, that's wild. I got to play you some of that. Like, uh, oh, and he does uh, another one. I can't remember the guy's name, but he does one called Game of Drones too, where he just drones. Like he has this very like droning <laughs> affect to his voice, <laughs> and so he'll just say he'll he'll uh, like say stories or whatever, or he'll like recap Game of Thrones. But like I, I can't even do the delivery. Wow. But and, and it'll just go off on tangent after tangent after tangent with it. Mm-hmm. And like it's it's crazy. And so like yeah, you can listen to it and it'll help help you go to sleep, I guess like unless it just enrages you, which I could <laughs> see it enraging <laughs> you. <laughs> and then you're just like, I'll never fucking sleep again.
1: Mm. You know.
0: But check that out. I mean, I, I don't know if the, he's still doing it because I haven't checked it out in a while, but I thought it was pretty... Well, that's
1: pretty, an interesting idea. Well, uh, yeah, I mean... Pretty funny. This may be doing the same thing. It's possible.
0: Well, you know that one uh, podcast with the gruel McGee or whatever, the, with the Fortin brass and, and all that? The guy, <laughs> like, who... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, of course I do. Talking about the girl in the sackcloth and all this stuff. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, the void,
0: Adam's the something in the void, or something like yeah. that. It's sort of like, uh, like ridiculous, like that. Okay, like with the circular, okay. like ongoing, like you feel like it could just go on and on. Yeah, forever. that does
1: kind of irritate me sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I necessarily
0: see, go to sleep to that. Yeah, I could see you like becoming, you know, Mr. Wheeler <laughs> or Ms. Wheeler. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm well, sorry, you can call me Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, in this
0: highly charged time of sexual politics, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: feel like I'm constantly on edge, man. Am I going to say the right pronoun? Am to I me? Gonna, to anybody? I give, don't know. Maybe give you change <laughs> 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 Maybe you changed your mind and you want to be called Mr. Robin or something like that or Dr. Robin even. Which I is what I do.
1: Our, when we call Dr. Robin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are a doctor.
1: But that does not refer to a masculine. Okay.
0: Yeah, you're a doctor of sexiness.
1: Well, speaking of that.
0: Yeah.
1: So are we still fleshing this thing out? <laughs> or what?
0: Hell yeah, we're fleshing it out. Yeah, this is the f- this is the fleshing it out like episode, man. That's we're right. going to figure it all out. Okay, good. So yeah, so we were talking about that this week like we're still kind of fleshing out, we're fleshing out this Podcast, podcast thing like what uh-huh. is this what's it all about
1: <laughs> what's it all about <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> is it science is it current events
1: is it technology
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it comedy i don't know you tell me it um, doesn't really matter it yeah. just
1: is what it is but we're we are trying to figure it out
0: I we're think. trying to figure it out yeah and we have some ideas and stuff so we're gonna try some some neat things uh, Robin and I are going to do a reading from, uh, Shakespeare <laughs> <laughs> in about 15 minutes. You know, that's, that's a new segment oh, we're the working pressure. on. Yeah. So we're working on our thusleys and thous and stuff like oh, that. Oh,
1: you know what? I would never, ever, ever be recorded trying to go toe to toe with you on Shakespeare. You I bet. can't do it. Oh yeah. Fuck right. That, man. You, you know, you have this, uh theater background. Oh, give yeah. me a break.
0: This is extensive theater background. You do
1: compared to me.
0: Well, yeah. I guess I did a little bit more than be the dog and the Grinch.
1: You mean a non-speaking role?
0: Yeah. <laughs> NSR?
1: It's not too late. I mean, I might still be a part of the theater.
0: I mean, a non-speaking role can be great. Like if you really like own that thing, like that dog character. I didn't. I know. I was But, but you could. <laughs> <laughs> right, you could make that your own, like there is like there's an opportunity to shine there like and get the get the people on your side. you remember that play we saw here a long, long time ago, maybe that where that lady was a dog, really, yeah,
1: was the lady in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember like the last play I saw, I thought maybe there was a lady in a wheelchair.
0: It was a play I can't remember what it was called, but it was like I don't know some some guy had this dog or whatever, and it's about his life, and so there's the dog character that's played by a human, and this lady who's an actor oh. around here played the dog,
1: yeah. and she
0: did like a really great job with God, it. And was it was so really fun
1: long ago, yeah,
0: man, okay. going back into the fucking You're archives. in the vault
1: here. I'm
0: yeah, way, way, way in the back. I have of a the
1: little ball. recollection of that. Um,
0: I don't I, know where I was going with that, okay. but anyway, we're fleshing this thing out, man. And that's funny. I wonder if like that's a Shakespearean term, fleshing fleshing it, it, out. it out because well, that would that would that sounds like it would be
1: sure. It's a little you know? suggestive, and it's a little it sounds a little dirty. It
0: sounds dirty.
1: Um, fleshing
0: mm-hmm. it out, I was like, "What does that even mean?" I said, "We're fleshing this thing out," and I yeah. wrote it down while we were doing some. Like brainstorming Or whatever uh-huh. And uh, I was like Man that, that really sounds dirty What does that even mean I don't right. get it And then you're like First you put the skeleton Then <laughs> Then you put the meat <laughs> On the bones And then you fill in All the rest of the bits The flesh Or whatever And I was like Well maybe that's how you do it mm-hmm. But I just get my dick out <laughs> That's how I flesh it out.
1: So that's how you put your flesh out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, your thing makes makes a lot of sense. Like I get that now.
1: It's like a very old idea, I think, and I didn't do any research. But you know, like if you think about like art history and somebody's making a sculpture yeah. or something, they would start with almost like a skeleton, uh, like a s- foundation or something, uh-huh. and then put the skin as the last thing because right. then it looks like a human or something right 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 but it also makes me think of like Westworld. It it's like a it is gross like the idea of it is gross. yeah
0: all the all the robots or yeah. androids or whatever the hell they yeah. are <laughs> being uh you know made in the vats or whatever yeah yeah i think of that too it's really that's really strange a strange thought a strange idea
1: but i think uh i don't i don't know i've certainly said it before but i don't i think i'm done saying it like in casual conversation, like, we're really going to flesh this thing out, man.
0: You're done saying but That's gross. <laughs> like you're never going to say it again.
1: Well, I mean, I'll say it to you.
0: Oh, okay. I see. Uh, I mean, you know, but I'm, I'm probably going to catch myself. i will certainly say it on this podcast. I'm
1: going to catch myself like in a business situation or something.
0: Yeah. Let's flesh this out.
1: Yeah, dude. Let's flesh this out.
0: Yeah, man. Whip it out. <laughs> <laughs> Flesh out. Man. And I really
1: actually, I hate it when people talk about sex and they refer to things to do with sex as flesh. <laughs> I feel like we're talking about like Hannibal Lecter or something. Yeah. Like somebody's going to eat somebody like a cannibal. Like, ew. Cannibal no, stop it. Flesh. Don't talk about it like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Too gross for me. Yeah. So what was another realization that you had mm. uh, this week? Because I remember you telling me about something, but I completely forgot.
1: Okay, well, I mean, this is just like a little, this little like
0: tidbit for later. Is this like okay. inside baseball?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, is this like
0: Moneyball? Are, are we looking at the <laughs> stats? <laughs> Do we find a new way to win? <laughs> Am I Jonah Hill?
1: Oh no, man. <laughs> never.
0: No, I'm way um, fatter than Jonah Hill.
1: Shut up. <laughs> I can't remember who else was in that movie now. I was going to say, Pitt. oh, okay, I was going to say Tom Cruise.
0: Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. I was like, dude, they should do a movie together. I was
1: like, you're always Tom Cruise. And I was like, wait, I don't like Tom Cruise anymore. Okay, you're always Brad Pitt to me.
0: I think our podcast is sort of turning into that Gruel McGee thing. It is. No, just joking. Damn it. Um <laughs> Anyway, where were you?
1: Okay. Well, anyway. Back
0: on track, woman. Uh, <laughs> shut
1: up. <laughs> okay. So um, I did have a realization this week, and it is this. We have actually, in real life, sort of been living a rom
0: com. A rom com? What's a rom com? Is that like something to do with Rambo? <laughs> rom- a rom com? Is that thing you
1: keep in your computer? Uh, no, uh, it's random rom-
0: access memory.
1: Romantic comedy.
0: Oh, romantic comedy. I thought it was like uh r- rom con, like you know, uh Comic Con or something oh, like that. Oh, for romantics? Yeah.
1: Well see. That's a good idea.
0: Rem-con. I would go to that. Romcon. Just romantics show up and they just like read poetry and stuff. They have like a rose, like that stupid commercial we saw with the dog with the rose.
1: i got to tell you, I mean, this is like, and I'm going to be really brief, but like I am a recovering romantic. I mean, like I I really, I can get into all that shit. But for the purpose of this podcast, I realized that what we've been trying to say uh, through being Team Babe is that we by some stroke of luck, have sort of been living a romantic comedy, but with some real dark moments, too. It's not your typical, you know, like, fluffy J-Lo sort of romantic comedy. It's more, maybe it's like a Royal tenenbaum sort of romantic comedy.
0: <laughs> is that a romantic comedy?
1: Well, it kind of is in a way, you know like what I mean? Like a version of that? Yeah.
0: Uh, Well, like, I mean, that's part of the movie formula, right? Like in order for there to be like a, like a, um, climax to the movie, you know, of some kind, is that the right word? Or uh, yeah, like whatever. You're so
1: dirty. (laughs) Just kidding. Wanky, wanky climax.
0: Yeah. Hey, let me be (laughs) brief here. Hey, it's Jason in the morning. Um, (laughs) Let me be brief with you. Hey. Um where was I going with that? Oh yeah. Um The Royal Tombs? Oh yeah. No, you have to have like some adversity or some bad thing has to happen and then you know, like the rom-com thing is like, no, we can't actually be together and oh, then one right. person breaks right. up and blah, blah, blah.
1: So we didn't really do that. We just have got, kind of gone through a lot of things right. that we are had adversity is intense the point. and hard.
0: So that's still what I'm saying is that still fits with the rom-com formula.
1: Oh, good. Well, then my uh, analysis was correct. Yes. And I will continue being scientific at all times and no longer romantic. So let's move on.
0: Hey, and I'll continue to just get my dick out. <laughs> Oh good, yeah man. So, so what um, um,
1: what what have you been up to this week? I mean, you kind of had like a busy week for you, like as far as social stuff goes.
0: Yeah, man. I uh if 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 I was to like give my week like the name of a snack food, um, I would call it a social snackers.
1: Oh wow, That's yeah man. Good.
0: Which are you know those uh crackers?
1: I know, and but you I can't would... eat now. <laughs> But right. they are good.
0: <laughs> Maybe someday somebody will make some uh, gluten-free social snackers mm. and I can uh, I can Mac on some snack. But uh, yeah, that and some entertaining toothpicks oh. together.
1: Wow, what a combo. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Um, yeah, I kind of had like a fun week of doing some, some things that I don't normally do. Nothing too big, but uh, a band uh, named Cursive uh, came to like a local spot um, in town here. Uh, in the middle of the week. So I went with a friend of mine and saw that show. And I don't know that band that well. Like I'd only heard one of their early releases, like an EP that came out in the early 2000s called uh, Burst and Bloom. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I don't even know, like Patrick didn't even know them that well. Didn't this is music. the friend that
1: you went with to the show. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Right. And, um, yeah, so it was just kind of weird for them to come to Reading, and I was like, well, I don't have anything going Wednesday night, so let's go check it out because Patrick was going. Yeah. Or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty damn good show. I gotta admit, it was a lot of fun. Um, there was, uh, there was Merriment.
1: Oh, Merriment. Merriment.
0: (laughs) Uh, there was, uh, oh, they had like a horn player who also played keyboard and like, it, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but did
1: they have a cheery motif?
0: They did not have a cheery motif. Oh, darn. Cursive is fairly dark. I think you might even classify, you asked me and then I thought about it later. It is sort of like emo.
1: Okay, gotcha.
0: You know? Yeah. But it's yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Anyway, I don't know if any of you out there know cursive or, or listen to it. I don't. But I went to their show and it was good.
1: And how was the like, you know, vibe?
0: The vibe was really weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well I this mean was... the band's
0: vibe was really good, but the vibe here in Reading is like when something cool happens, I'm thinking about a couple of different specific events, but like people kinda like don't know what to do or how to react properly or appropriately (laughs) like uh, you remember Sturgill uh, Simpson at the Cascade Mm -hmm. like that was like ridiculous Mm -hmm. like how people were acting it was really
1: strange that was a good show and they did a good job
0: and I'm not saying everybody but I mean it was just like
1: the majority of the audience was acting like dickheads
0: the people watching (laughs) was almost better than the show man and that is what struck me was the people watching at this cursive show was was friggin amazing. That was the most fun thing. Like there, so okay, so there were these mosh pitting like cursive super fans. Okay, like maybe two or three of them who and were just getting all rowdy. And were like, they
1: like our age or were they like young? Yeah. Probably
0: a little bit younger than us.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. So I guess like old millennials. Ah. Oh. Whereas we are young. Um. Xers. Oh, Gen Xers or Xenials. I'm so
1: glad we can still be classified as young in some way. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, and so, yeah, anyway, these these people are getting rowdy. And like, you know, this is a at a, at a club where you don't norm, normally, well, I guess I haven't been to a ton of shows there, but I haven't seen too many, like, uh, things where people are actually dancing or moshing. There's or... not that
1: much room either. It's yeah. kind of small.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it was getting pretty rowdy. People were spilling beer. The club owner had to come over and like break the this this trio of like <laughs> cursive super fans up at one point, um, because one of them got like on the other's shoulders and was gonna like you know fall and kill himself or something.
1: I was uh, are these people our neighbors, or um, some other people?
0: No, some other people. Ah, yeah. So and oh yeah, there was this. Uh, he was kind of in on the moshing too. There was like a bro dude. Um, Oh, bro dude. Yeah, who was uh, like kind of like stumbling around lazily like in the mosh pit area and Uh. in the front and stuff and then like yelling stuff or whatever at the singer. Like he, I think this guy's like a serious cursive fan or whatever. But again, people don't know like how to just behave. How can he
1: be a bro dude and be really into like an emo sort of like dark?
0: band or whatever i don't get it no but uh, you know this is part of why the people watching was so interesting Mm -hmm. um and so oh yeah at one point he left i didn't see him for a while and he came back and he had like a different colored outfit on (laughs) he had like a jacket on and like a different hat and all this stuff i was like who is this guy now he's getting all rowdy but it was the same dude <laughs> <laughs> So I was like What well, does this guy Try to go undercover like, Part two I'm a master of disguise man
1: My sister used to Like to call that I'm incognito
0: Really Would oh, she yeah. go? But she she wouldn't Bring two outfits
1: She'd just bring Sunglasses or something yeah. You know Like when she'd Probably get too drunk Or high or whatever and just like, I'm incognito <laughs> No No
0: your sister would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, he was a true master of disguise, this this guy. There was another dude who came in, like, with this really weird energy. Like, you know how we were talking about, I was explaining that story that that guy told and the, the, uh, the, the LSD trip yes. where he was recognizing that this person that was talking to him and telling him to do all this stuff was the devil. Yep. Like, this guy had, like, this weird, like, and I have no idea if this is true, but, like, cocaine or, like... Uh, meth energy to him like he came in and he's like all like he's bopping his shoulders <laughs> up and down or whatever he's got like a flat baseball bill baseball cap like a soup like bro dude i call this I guy bro dude too
1: i know the time
0: yeah it, like yeah you went to school with a bunch of them mm-hmm. and me you know me i probably am one
1: <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. but i don't i
0: don't think i do this yeah, he came in, he's like bop, moving his shoulders and like bopping his head and he's doing like the horns, you know, the, the metal horns or whatever, but like to the beat of the music and like up and down and stuff. And I was just sitting there like standing kind of toward the back, like watching this guy like, whoa, this is yeah. so weird, man. Like, cause it, it was just like the strangest energy. Yeah. And there was a lot of that. There was a super hot six foot eight chick oh. at, at the bar. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That
1: sounds really tall for a girl.
0: Uh Uh-huh, really tall. And uh, when the girl turned in a slightly different angle, Mm -hmm. she also had very broad shoulders. So Um, it wasn't a girl. Is that what you're saying? No, this was a guy.
1: Oh, it was a guy. With
0: long blonde hair. Ah. Mm-hmm. And a beard.
1: Oh, and a beard. And so how did you manage to think that this person was a girl?
0: I don't know. Is like is sort of a androgynous uh, outfit, not in like a girly way, but like because there were other girls there that were just kind of dressed in like casual, casual like button down So with This, this guy wasn't in drag per se. He was no. just
1: kind of like a guy that was dressed in a way that was like maybe you could mistake his outfit as like a girl's outfit. Yeah, skinny I skinny gotcha.
0: jeans. It was like I don't know, like a classic thing from a movie where like. You know, you're, 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 all the, like, you're oh, checking out somebody's checking ass out at the girl. bar and then you go tap on their shoulder <laughs> and it's like, it's like a dude. You're like,
1: oh, what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that, did they do that in Wayne's World?
1: I think they've done it in, like, yeah. every movie, you know?
0: Anyway. yeah, so that, it
1: in Ferris Bueller.
0: That was really funny. Like, I, it was, like, about a half second where I was like, oh, my God, that girl is so tall. Right. And then a slight turn, I was like, that's, oh, okay, that is, this not is a That's a tall guy. Yeah, that's a yeah. tall guy with long hair. Okay, <laughs> cool. That's Are you kinda, sure you
1: weren't doing LSD? Yeah, maybe I,
0: maybe somebody snuck a little LSD into mm. my Tito's and soda or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and there was just there was a lot of people watching and a lot of fun uh, to be had there. Like the, there were like I was there were like girls there who were either there with somebody or just by themselves and I I there's this one girl who was like just she'd like kind of dance along for a minute. And then like spend about ten minutes looking at her phone, <laughs> and like <laughs> I don't know, she's like live tweeting the fucking cursive show or something like that, and like it just looked so uncomfortable and like a bummer. Like wow, yeah, I don't know
1: that that kind of hurts me a little bit. It's like really, uh, yeah, in a way, because it's like you know. I mean, we're old, so we know what it's like to go to shows and not have a phone and not give a shit about anything except just be at the show and, like,
0: I might take a picture, but I'm certainly not going to check my social media at a show.
1: Unless you're, like, the social media person for the band. Okay, I get that. You know, like, if it's your job, okay, cool. That is what you're supposed to be doing. But if you're just, like, a a fan, uh, I mean, there's a certain element of just, like, you're missing
0: it. yeah. Was just and, pay attention to the um, thing that you went to and, and paid money to get yeah. into, you know. Yeah. But whatever, I mean, you it's you do you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, and so that was fun. Um, Good. And then you know I mentioned the poker game. Yep. That was another. That was another thing. That was fun. Cool. My buddy's uh, birthday, he was like overjoyed. That like, you know, seven or eight of his best friends got together and played poker with him for like fucking five hours (laughs) or whatever. It was a slog, man.
1: Well, I can relate to that. I mean, it's really tough to get seven or eight people together to do anything for any reason at this time. And none of us
0: are like really poker players either. Like Jacob plays poker. Yeah. And has played for quite quite a while. Mm-hmm. But, like, none of us really do. Like, maybe we have a little bit. I played a little bit online, but I've never played a live game
1: mm-hmm.
0: of Hold'em, really, except for maybe, like, just screwing around with the kids or something. Yeah. You know? Um, But, uh, yeah. So that was really fun, too.
1: I used to love to pay, play poker, actually, when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I played a lot of poker with my dad. Mm. Um, with money? No.
0: Because that's the thing. Like, it's not even a poker game unless there are stakes. Because when you have... When you have money in the pot and you could win, like the winner would win $140 last night, you know, because it was like a tournament. Everybody put in 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, so like you want to play good because there's the chance if you could beat these guys that you come away with 140 bucks, you know. Well, we just
1: played for candy. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess when you're a kid, you don't know any better. But like if when you try to play, like if you try to play poker online with without, you're just playing f- for fun, like against people, but there's no skin in the game. There's no betting that you've done. Like, you don't care. You'll just try to bluff every single hand because it doesn't matter. You couldn't lose anything, mm. you know? So you'll, yeah. you'll stay in when you have a bad hand every time. Right. Because you're not going to lose anything.
1: That's sort of what happens when you play a board game. A
0: hmm. Well, with a board game, it's like, yeah, I guess it's not financial stakes, but they're it's they they add some more seasoning in there to make it interest, they, interesting in some other. That's way. what
1: happens to me. I'm a little macaro you know, cinnamon
0: or something like that. You know,
1: <laughs> I'm just like a, not a very competitive person, so sometimes yeah, um, I have a hard time getting like very competitive about certain games if there's nothing on the line because the gems are just little pictures on cardboard, you know, cards. <laughs> so if I lose them all, I can just, like, go do something else.
0: Well, I mean, I guess if you want to get to the bottom line of it, it really is just, like, about beating the other people. It's like, I'm smarter or I'm yeah. better than you at this strategy or whatever, you know.
1: And I think that that's cool. I mean, like, being com- there's nothing wrong with being competitive when it's all just fun and games and, like, you're having a good time. Um, I, I don't know. I have this a weird aversion to competitiveness in a way. To the point where, like, I'm no fun to play with because I just quit.
0: (laughs) But yeah, social deduction games are good for that, though, because the fun is when you're the bad person, when you're the bad guy, you know, like when you're the werewolf or whatever. That was
1: kind of fun, actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like you're you're
0: tricking people
1: or whatever, and that's part
0: of the game, you know? Yeah, that's a fun game. That's a fun one. One Night Ultimate Werewolf, I think it's called.
1: I tricked you that one time. I got you. Oh, you got me. I got you so good. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're such a good liar. <laughs> yeah, you probably should play some poker. Yeah, Jesus I know, Christ.
1: right?
0: <laughs> I am not a good bluffer. I know. But I had some good hands last night. That that's was, and why that was I would I like to do that more often.
1: But I don't bluff with you when it's real. Only if we're playing <laughs> One Night Werewolf or Midnight sure. Werewolf
0: or whatever it's called. Midnight Werewolf. No, that's what we're playing later.
1: Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) God, there's so many things to do. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Uh,
0: It never ends. Yes. Well, let's keep the fun train moving right along here.
1: Alrighty. (laughs) Alrighty, Jason. Back to you in the studio. Yeah.
0: Hey there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we watched, uh, we just wanted to briefly touch on uh, that mid-90s movie that Jonah Hill, uh, well, Callback. I was just talking about Jonah Hill and hey, Moneyball. Ho. Hey, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> Um
1: Well, yeah, but <laughs> it took us like, what, three years to watch it? I mean, this is not like a new movie. Like, no, it
0: came out last year. Did it? Okay. Yeah.
1: I feel like we're always so late to every game, but, you know, we get there.
0: <laughs> yeah, they call me late to the party Jason.
1: <laughs> oh, boo. I don't yeah. like that.
0: Boo. Boo. Boo.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, we watched this movie and like, I was, when I watched the trailer for it, I guess last year or whenever, I was like, that seems like an interesting idea, Mm -hmm. mainly because of the font that they used for the trailer. I was like, okay, they got that, they got that going for them. Like they, they nailed that nineties font. Yeah. Okay. So someone who's my age must've made this movie. Oh yeah. It's Jonah Hill. Okay. Um, and then I was like, but it's. About this kid, and I was like, oh, I know what they're going to do here. They're just going to, like, fuck this kid all up, and... Yeah. I have... So, when I watch movies like this, like, indie movies that are, like, kind of rough around the edges, like, if it involves children, mm-hmm. I have, like, one, a really hard time watching it, because I'm a parent. So, my first move in these, watching these movies, unfortunately, now, is, like, I'm all, oh, my God, like, what if that was my kid? Mm-hmm. And and then it gives me a horrible anxiety attack, and then I'm just like, if that happened to my kid, like they would never recover, and then like you know I'd be a horrible parent, and like uh, all these horrible things would happen. So I just like spiral in, in the down the toilet. That sounds fun. Yeah, and then the other part of me that watches these movies is like my other, you know, my other self, who's yeah. not a parent, who is like uh, this. Totally makes sense and is like
0: a bro dude. <laughs> Do you have a flat bill baseball cap?
1: Probably, yeah. I mean, Do you
0: have a wallet chain. I used to, <laughs> yeah,
1: right about the time we met. Mm-hmm. If I recall. remember that. Did yeah. it
0: wait? Did your wallet have like your dad's name on it? Was it no. did it say like Bob or something? No, that would have been awesome.
1: You know what it said?
0: What <laughs> bad motherfucker? <laughs> I wish. Right.
1: No, it was my dad's wallet. Uh huh. That said Peterbilt on it.
0: Peterbilt. Yeah. That's pretty good.
1: It was this big, giant wallet. Yeah, like a yeah.
0: trucker wallet. Yeah, like a That's truck, who had trucker chain wallet. Chain wallets. Yeah, for real.
1: But it was actually handy because you know I I like spent a lot of time in like crime ridden areas, so like mm. having my wallet attached to a chain and not using a purse was like so, sort of a nice move, you know.
0: Totally. Yeah. I mean, when you're hanging out down on Leland, man, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have have that thing I chained want up.
1: Somebody thinking I was a pussy like taking my purse around. You yeah.
0: know what I mean? Some old grandma no clutching your purse (laughs) clutching your goddamn purse (laughs) well that yeah that plays right into the the whole theme of the the mid-90s man yeah yeah so my favorite part is there's a character in it named fuck shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's pretty funny
1: that's pretty funny
0: um yeah i don't know i thought it was i thought it at first, I mean, I'm still, like, overall disappointed <laughs> because, like, mm-hmm. they, they didn't, like, they did that thing where, you know, oh, it's awesome, subtle filmmaker thing where we don't complete the story.
1: Oh. Where well, we don't uh,
0: tell a complete story. But yeah. then, like, you think about, like, so it was still good and I thought about it I'm like wait, maybe they did complete the story in a weird way, you know, because it's like my mind is (laughs) putting together and filling in, like, what happened to these kids afterwards or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I think, I mean, anyway, it was pretty pretty good. Like, uh, really good acting from the kids, I thought. Yeah, and like the whole vibe of the time was captured like very, very well. Yeah, they did a great the job attitudes of the kids and stuff, and with the scene mm-hmm. and the
1: style and the yeah, the acting was really good and they were really believable characters. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was a little bit of a cop out for me, like uh, the the ending and the sort of the beginning too. I mean, it, it's just like one of those like indie movies. It's just like here's a snapshot. Do yeah. what you will.
0: Right. It is more like just photography I don't, in, in a, a way. weird way because it's yeah. like it brings back this nostalgia. It looks cool. You remember this time. It looks cool and it makes you think about shit, dude. Well, like it makes hopefully. You... Like the best version <laughs> of it will. You know what I'm
1: saying? I mean, it makes you think about uh, were the mid-90s kind of this weird, empty, sort of desolate, hopeless time. Yeah, and I think in a way they probably were. Hmm. At least for me. I mean like not for everyone, I guess. And I I can't even I can't really relate to the kids in the story cuz I didn't grow up in like an urban area. Yeah. I'm not a skateboarder, but I don't know. There was enough of that culture around to where it was like yeah, you know, like there there was just kind of a little bit of a like turning the kids loose and being like, "Yeah, good luck to you." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but maybe not even like voluntarily turning the kids loose. Yeah. You said something interesting about it, I thought that was, that I didn't really notice, but that like they don't show any of the kids like really doing school or like that's not a focus. Yeah, they're never in a classroom in this and, movie. And I think that is highly irresponsible. <laughs> I think the filmmakers should really take that and take into consideration. <laughs> the attitudes and the tastes and the preferences of <laughs> the people that are going to be watching these things and try to be a good influence, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so important. Any, no, not that, but that uh, that um, wait, what did you say? You're I like, did, oh, they didn't show him going to school.
1: Like school wasn't a part of the story. Yeah. Like they're all kids that are school age and they're, and they're like kids that go to the school playground on the weekend to like skateboard. Right. But they're never. There's no part of the story that shows them like in a classroom or in a high school or something mm-hmm. where they're like interacting with any other kids. It's just them in this little
0: yeah skating group. after school and f- hanging around and being like delinquents or whatever. Yeah, they
1: were delinquents, but that made sense because it was like they didn't go to school. Right. They're just out fucking around, <laughs> doing whatever. And it's and
0: you, and even if they did, that time is just like um. Like uh, you're just you okay? You have to be in jail for these yeah. hours.
1: It means and nothing, and that's what
0: you said. Yeah, that struck me was like okay, well that's how I felt when I was in school. Yeah, like I was just in jail for these hours, yeah. and it didn't mean anything. And I just had to figure out how to pass the time until I could get out and yeah. go like shred on my skateboard.
1: So <laughs> <Except laughs> I never did any skateboarding. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean that that's how much school meant to me. It was just like something to um. It didn't do anything for me. It didn't mean anything. And it was just a nuisance uh, that was preventing me from doing the things I wanted to do.
0: Which were <laughs> listening to Madonna, <laughs> number one. I didn't even... Yeah. <laughs> Going to Doc's Skyrim, number two. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's see here. Um, um, my main activities were like, you know, hanging out with Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, like That's a good one. Writing a lot of really meaningless bullshit and like journals yeah uh did a lot of painting um listened to a lot of music and watched a lot of tv those were my hobbies okay like i got no physical exercise i would have been way better off if i had gone and skateboarded
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but then who would you be man
1: I'd be, like, an amazing pro skater.
0: Wow. I don't even... Mm. I mean, I know that I've seen, like, videos of, like, really great, like, uh, women who skateboard. Yeah, there are few and far you know, between them. But, yeah. I think yeah. It's a rarity. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. And I wanted to say, like, I, I don't need a movie to be spelled out for me every time. I don't either. But, you know? Like, I'm totally fine with that snapshot thing. But sometimes, like, when almost every movie you see... Doesn't get wrapped up. They're just like, "Oh, you figure out the rest." You well, it like then the somebody's talking goes blank in the end, and the credits roll.
1: Like somebody's like, "Oh yeah," and then I was like, "Gonna go to the store." Right. Cut. <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, okay." Oh
0: wait, I wanted to hear what you could, if you got the cool. The, uh, <laughs> The peanut butter fudge swirl or the uh, chunky monkey. What
1: happened to the rest of your life?
0: You know, complete a story. Yeah, so I don't know how they would have done it. I mean, but there is a way, I think, to wrap that up a little bit better. And I don't know. I'm sure lots of people would disagree with me. But I I left feeling a little disappointed. But then I was still thinking about the movie, so I think it was pretty good.
1: I think it was well done, yeah. But that does bother me. Check, Um, Check it out. So, whatever. Like... <clears throat> it's not an uplifting tale.
0: No. Um, yeah, it reminded me of like learning to skateboard as a fat early teen uh, boy. <laughs> uh, like yeah, going out and like le- trying to figure out how to ollie and stuff, and learning how to like do little tiny ollies over like the speed bumps at the uh, Office Depot parking lot.
1: You must have still been skating when we met, because you were still stealing skateboard equipment
0: <laughs> Dude, it's statute of limitations, man. Oh, give me a break.
1: <laughs> I mean, you must have been into it otherwise that wouldn't have been like a hot item.
0: Well, I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't.
1: But I never saw you skateboard.
0: I was a hardcore skater back then, man. You don't even know. <laughs> no, I've never been any good at skating, but I don't know. It's it is a weird outsider activity. Yeah, like especially when you're learning and you're just skating by yourself and stuff. Like you're just kind of on your own, and like so I would go do that, like while the rest of my friends and family and stuff are like in a restaurant. I'd be outside, <laughs> like trying to f- trying to ollie yeah. over a probably tiny listening to music, bump. right? I don't think so. No. Just yeah. out there doing Because I didn't have, like, a Walkman or anything. Okay. Walkman or Walkman?
1: Well, it's a Walkman, but everybody says Walkman. Walkman.
0: Mm. Yeah. Sort of like Silicon <laughs> and Silicon. Like the
1: Discman. We mm-hmm. didn't say Discman. Discman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I um, don't know, man. It sounds really cool. Yeah, so I skated because I was, you know, I started trying to skateboard because I was into snowboarding in the winter and that kind of made sense.
1: It was also just very cool at the time.
0: Yeah. That's why 90s, I, that's dude.
1: why I wanted to pretend to do it because oh. I was like, that's cool looking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you got some <laughs> so skate shoes and a wallet chain with a Peterbilt. That's legit.
1: I got some Duffies, man. I went to Board Mart and I was mm. like, I'm gonna get some skate shoes. And first I was looking at like these Etneys I was like, those are dumb and then I like was they like, they just
0: looked like bullshit?
1: On my feet, yeah, I have huge feet. So I was like, um, no. And so yeah, I got these stupid little shoes that were like kind of like vans, but they were leather. I I mean, I feel like I paid so much money for them hmm. at the time.
0: Were you stoked?
1: Um yeah, it was like part one of this thing where I was like, the my next step, honestly, was like I was gonna get a skateboard. Oh, but I just I never did it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I never did it because it was like at the middle of winter and I was like, it's too fucking cold to be skateboarding because number one, I can't wear a warm coat because I'm too cool. And I'm freezing my ass off all the time. Um and so I skipped that and I was like, maybe in okay. the summer. And I was like, it's too hot. And then I was like, fuck, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> and so yeah. Yeah. That was my lazy ass, does not want to do anything. I think I met you around this time. So then I was like, well, now I have a car. Yeah, know, so, so you put your
0: skateboarding aspirations I on did. hold. I did. You did do some ice blocking.
1: I did do we some. We talked
0: about that earlier today, too. <laughs> That's funny. I did. That's probably like the closest thing to skating that you did. I I yeah. don't even know what that is. There's So ice okay. blocking means a thing. Oh, yeah. Sk- sliding down a hill, sitting on a block of ice.
1: Yeah, so you go to the store and you instead of buying like a bag of ice like you use for drinks, yeah. you just buy like a block of ice. Right. Which I think is kind of hard to find now. And then, um, you know, it's about the size of your ass. And so then you take it out of the plastic. Mm-hmm. And it's like a real hot summer day. And you get on the side of like a grassy hill. Mm-hmm. And you sit on it. And then as it melts, you know, you like slide down the hill.
0: But do you slide fast?
1: Yeah, really fast. I'm
0: picturing like a stop motion thing of you just like. Eh,
1: oh eh, no! Eh, it was eh, like scary eh. fast. Like you're gonna break your neck because oh. you have no control over it whatsoever. Because there's nothing to hold on to. Yeah. You're just sitting on it on your ass.
0: <laughs> you can't hold on to it. No. I was it's like, too do wet. they put handlebars on these fucking things or something?
1: <laughs> so the first time that we did it. We were like, oh, this will be fun. And then we got to the bottom of the hill and like totally just ate it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow. I was not prepared for that. Okay.
0: Well, you know, as long as you plan it well. And where you guys did it, it's like, you know, falling on grass. It's like, well, that could be a lot worse.
1: No, the place we did it, we actually went to the concrete. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind.
0: (laughs) Well, that, and that is exactly why I kind of gave up the skateboarding dream. Oh, did you eat it? At some point. Well, I mean, you do. You eat it uh, when you skateboard. Like, it, it happens all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just part of the deal. That, and when Corey and I got those longboard things. Oh, I remember that. That were sort of like snowboard style. And I fell. I had like a oh, really bad yeah. fall on that. I was like, okay, screw this. Yeah, man. that
1: was after you had kids. And that, was that was way later. That was <laughs> that was year. Yeah, I tried to rekindle,
0: later. rekindle my uh, skateboarding dream I mean, at the, some point.
1: The funny thing is, wasn't that long after what we're talking about? Yeah, here? yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a couple months.
0: <laughs> we had kids. We did the whole thing. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But, Um, yeah, so, um, like, yeah, skateboarding takes way more commitment than snowboarding. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm because, like, the the hard snow, like, the hardest snow is still somehow more, like, easier to deal with when you crash than concrete, steel, and cars.
1: And I still, I have yet to snowboard, skateboard, wakeboard, boogie board. I've done no boarding. Uh, (laughs) Surfboard? Nope.
0: Well, you were magnificent on the cross-country skis (laughs) last year. (laughs) So that's sort of a board. Those are like twin boards, you know? There are are lots of uh, falling on asses.
1: I think at this point in my life, uh, I should stick to what I know. (laughs) I did at least try snorkeling, which wasn't that far away from the things I already know how to do. Yeah. But, like, I didn't grow up skiing I, I never spend any time in this. No, there's just certain things where it's like, okay, I could spend a year trying to get good at this or whatever, but I'm like, Do I care? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably not. The other thing I hadn't thought about for a long time when I was uh, skateboarding is like there are these neighborhood kids. Yeah. Or whatever, uh when I lived down in South Reading, south On of the Reading other or whatever. Side of the tracks. And uh like uh they like I would skate around and stuff like that and then they'd be out skating or something too. Like, they were younger than me, like, mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Like, they could do more tricks and stuff like that.
1: They were probably smaller yes. and lighter.
0: Smaller and lighter. That was, I was always big, my story. I was a big boy.
1: Everybody was always smaller and lighter than me. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're like, you do a kickflip. You do a kickflip now. They're, like, <laughs> inst- like telling me, like, to do it. You try it now. <laughs> And you like? Then they showed me how to where to put your foot and like where to. And then you try it it and and can do it. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I could get like the motion happening and stuff like that, but I never got good at those at all.
1: Well, this is like me in gymnastics. It's like, okay, you do a backflip now. No, uh, Mm -hmm. nope, still can't do it.
0: So at some point, I transitioned to just playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two on my brother's computer oh, with him. I do remember that, and that took over my—that's um, X- my skateboarding career. Oh. So yeah, bring, and for me, the noise.
1: I just watched uh, the extreme um, sports, the X Games. And I watched the X Games on TV, and yeah. so that's as far as my skateboarding went.
0: <laughs> okay, well that's good.
1: I mean, once I got past all the like skater gear. Mm. I did finally hang that up after a certain point you know
0: <laughs> totally yeah well um, what else man
1: There's all kinds of stuff going on um,
0: it's award season that's true yeah
1: I love award season
0: you do you're all about those award shows I'd the Grammys love. The Grammys were on tonight. I know
1: we didn't watch it. Didn't watch
0: it yet. Um, maybe we will, maybe, maybe we won't.
1: Maybe we will. I'm 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 not that married to the Grammys. For me it's more about the Golden Globes and the Academy Awards.
0: You just hate like, musicians. No. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and that band experience really did mess um, you up. Shut huh? up. You just like fuck musicians.
1: No, I love musicians. I just don't always necessarily wanna um like unfortunately even though like i love music i've kind of had to do this thing where i have to ignore like what's happening in music so i can like just work and be an adult and music like new music falls off my radar
0: because you would get so wrapped up in it that you wouldn't do any of your responsibilities (sighs) you would just turn into a bum (laughs) a dud (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. Like, I mean, I spent so much time before being an adult, like being super wrapped up in music. That, yeah. like, yeah, sorta. <laughs> I could be a dud. like, really. I could be a the dude. Let's say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, pretty easily, like under the, the right cir- circumstances. Like, yeah, I'm really weird like that. Like everybody, I think, thinks of me as being like those role. Hard ass person that's like a business person, which I mean, I guess I am, but
0: you know, yeah, man, business, 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 numbers, numbers, numbers. It wouldn't
1: take too much though to also just be like the dude (laughs) and just talk about music and be a loser. (laughs) 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 That's possible.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it could be worse.
1: But I love award season because one, there's lots of red carpet fashion. Yeah. Okay. And it's a lot of fluff.
0: It's all about the razzle dazzle for you. Love the fluff. Love the fluff. Love Eats all it the up.
1: nonsense of it. It just like tickles me and, yeah. and like no other sort of like celebrity situation can. Um, because there's so much of it all packed into one room. Mm-hmm. And then you get like the Brad Pitt and Jennifer Anston thing where they're like, they're back together. Is it
0: they're back together or they're getting together?
1: That's what I'm hearing.
0: I mean, are you so fucking excited?
1: I mean... I she- am
0: so stoked, man. America's Sweetheart <laughs> is back with the all-American man, Brad Pitt.
1: I know, I mean like... Just ke- they are
0: going to kill
1: it. I mean, people love that story um, because they are so attractive yeah. and rich. Um and tan, (laughs) but like uh, for me personally, I was like a major Brad Pitt fan before the whole Jennifer Aniston thing. We're going back to like the Gwyneth Paltrow, like that old Brad Pitt. Hmm. I didn't find him all that interesting while he was with Jennifer Aniston because it's so white bread, like you know. But he is kind of white (laughs) bread. I guess that's my type in a way. White (laughs)
0: bread. I mean, a little. What are you trying to say, man? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite so far was Ricky at, oh, that at the was good. Globes. That was that great. That was great. Um, I don't know. We don't, don't really have um, Academy Awards plans yet other than I guess maybe just watching them here.
1: We're definitely going to watch them. I've watched them every year since I was seven. Yeah. So I can't miss a year. Okay. <laughs>
0: Jeez, the pressure! <laughs> yeah, the pressure's on. I got to see that Jojo Rabbit movie. Oh yeah! Before that, we got some catching up to do, man. This next couple of weeks is gonna be a real slog. <laughs> gotta watch a bunch of movies. Think of
1: all the fun we're gonna oh, have,
0: man! This is gonna be hard. I know, right? Yeah, yep. So I heard the a major hero of yours, somebody from one of your favorite bands of all time, passed away this last week. Oh, really? I know a lot of of podcasts are talking about this Mm. And you know I say this tongue in cheek Because Robin is not a fan of the band Rush (laughs) Nor I'm not really either I gotta say like I mean I appreciate uh, I appreciate the drumming The
1: technical aspects of it are admirable
0: Of Mr. Neil Peart who passed away this week uh, Died of brain cancer at a young age Like uh, early 60s uh, which is And a I mean, that's no bummer. good.
1: It doesn't matter if I liked his music or not. That's just a bummer.
0: Yeah. Well, he was a hero to many, many musicians yeah. and many drummers out there. Okay, Many that. people started playing drums because of seeing Neil Peart and all those fucking drums. It's like his giant that. kit and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. like he's badass. Yeah, no
1: doubt. You know,
0: but my favorite thing about Neil Peart and something I still have to follow up on is uh, he wrote a great book, um, I don't know in the early two thousands or the late nineties or something called Ghost Rider. Oh yeah, I remember you reading that. And a friend of mine loaned it to me, and I had to give it back. I didn't finish it because I wasn't like in reading mode during this time really that much. So, mm-hmm. but when I did read it, I was like ripping through it because it was so good, so well written and stuff, and yeah. So at some point, I've got to get a copy of Ghost Rider. If any of the uh, listeners out there know where I could get my hands on that let me know i'm sure they're in short supply now Mm, probably because i i think when i looked like there hadn't been a new edition printed and it was out of print really i think so
1: maybe they'll resurrect it you know because it's like everybody's Mm. gonna be really paying attention to the fact that he's not around anymore
0: yeah anyway r.i.p neil pert i didn't you weren't my favorite drummer but you were pretty cool and you're a good writer and you rode motorcycles and bicycles. And that's pretty cool too.
1: And I learned and my lesson on not knowing about Rush.
0: <laughs> and you and you uh, you did. Yep. When did I teach you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was I really cool about it? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we don't get into that on this episode.
1: No, that's fine. We don't need to rehash that. But I do know who Rush is, so yeah, good for me. Now you do, right? Yep.
0: Um. Yeah, there's all kinds of fun stuff with the royals, the royal family going on. We don't have to get into that.
1: I, I, Do you I, give a fuck about the royals? No.
0: Guys? It's really weird to me. Like, peop- uh, I can't remember who, but uh, your, lots of people are talking about it. Well, your family was all wasn't talking about it. Was
1: yeah. it my Which dad? Yeah. Which I was like, why does your dad care about I mean, the royals?
0: That's pretty funny. That is funny. I mean, that's a good but good, I, good for him.
1: But I think he actually is interested Like you know, I think he's like making fun of it, but at the same time, I think he's actually following along with the story, right? Which I find hilarious. My mom is super into the royals. mm -hmm. I mean, she's been into the royals since Princess Di. To me, like my interest in the royals uh, was over with Princess Di. Yeah. And the only reason I paid attention to that was because she
0: was a snappy dresser. Mm -hmm. The
1: rest of it, I mean, it's like okay, whatever. If
0: you're not a snappy dresser, don't even. I mean, these
1: ladies are snappy dressers too, but I. I don't find them very interesting.
0: Yeah, well, they're royal. Uh, certain royals are royals no more by their own choice, I guess. I guess Who that whole
1: being a princess thing is a lot less interesting to me these days. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure for you, being a prince is a lot less interesting too, right?
0: I spent so much time as a young boy <laughs> <laughs> dreaming that one day I would find my princess. And that we would ride off into the sunset together to our kingdom on on the magical on the, clouds the and unicorn land or whatever.
1: You know, I think only male figure skaters have that fantasy, yeah. uh, you know, generally speaking, and that's fine. Right. But, like, I don't know why people care about the royals. They don't do anything. Yeah. And good for the royals for leaving because they can go do nothing somewhere else. I mean, right?
0: I guess. I mean, I think you're going to have to, we're going to have to watch all the shows about the Royals and uh, we're going to no. watch the crown. We're going to no. watch, I don't even know if it's about the Royals, but we're going to watch Downton Abbey. We no. had a great discussion about oh. that a few nights ago.
1: God, you got mad. You got mad and like, and like in a huff <laughs> about Downton Abbey. And I still oh. don't understand why.
0: Well, it's be—it's because you won't give it a chance. And I didn't even know if I like it, but I'm just like, because I want something to watch that I haven't fucking seen before.
1: Wait, I ain't stopping you.
0: I ain't your pappy. That's
1: right. (laughs) Okay,
0: okay, I'll watch it.
1: Run for fun. (laughs) All right. Well, back
0: to the future three for you there from old Robin Banks (laughs) over in the booth. How you doing, Robin? Checking back in.
1: Oh, I'm doing so good over here, Jason. I mean, I'm looking at the traffic right now. It is bumper to bumper to bumper. Yeah. How, How are things in the studio?
0: things are looking great over here. It's 8:43 and the uh, <laughs> the temperature is 54 degrees and uh, we're coming right back at you with uh little Madonna. Oh. <laughs> okay. You're the worst. Yeah.
1: So, let's get back to the serious business of this podcast, shall yeah. we?
0: Tell me about what you've been uh, learning on the bass guitar.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, just to explain myself here. Yeah. I don't have any illusions that I'm going to be in a band. I also don't have any illusions that I'm going to be like singing where anyone would be able to hear me. So just like everybody calm down. So um, you're
0: not announcing your, your the dropping of your album? No. What, okay. I,
1: what I am announcing is that I realize that even though I'm not a musician and I'm no good at anything to do with music, I still enjoy um, using the part of my brain uh that like has to interpret some sort of musical activity. Yeah. So my new thing is that I'm going to learn the bass line for a radiohead song that's called Airbag mm-hmm. off their okay computer album. Yeah. Which I didn't like at the time, but I've grown to like now.
0: Well you know it's like you give you plant a seed, you water it, you sing to it, you make sure that it gets plenty of sunshine. You basically do all this stuff for like 30 years yeah, and then it sprouts.
1: Oh, right.
0: I think that's how your relationship with uh, Radiohead has been.
1: Yeah. So I just like got into it like a year ago. I was like, oh, dude, like all these Radiohead songs are actually really good. <laughs> and I spent a lot of time hating it because it seems so cerebral and like tedious.
0: But you didn't hate it, did you? Um, you liked some songs.
1: I like the Benz. And I liked in, in Rainbows and the rest of it. I could kind of like just kick it to the curb. But now like that I am old, I, uh, I've i grown to appreciate it. So I was like listening to Airbag and I was just like, you know what? That'd be a fun thing to learn. And it, it's like total nonsense. Like it's like one of those bass lines. that's kind of as if you were playing it live in a jazz way where you're just like, oh, I'll just play some shit when I feel like it. Yeah, yeah that's it's really, a,
0: uh, it's not a typical no. bass line. It's, it's very like, I don't know, it's like counterpoint or something like it's that. It's wild. Mm-hmm. But that's why Is I like it. Is that making it fun or yeah. uh, just more difficult?
1: No, um, that makes it fun. Okay. Because, I mean, it's like if you've screwed it up, like, hey, guess what, do you want to hear me play the airbag bass line? Nobody would know if you played it right or not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Except for
1: you, <laughs> but I'm not playing it for you. So uh, I'm just playing it for me. Yeah. Just for fun. <laughs> for funsies.
0: Yeah. You and Colin Greenwood. I mean, Johnny Green. <laughs> I mean, wait.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so spoiler alert. I'll admit, I still can't remember what the drummer's name is from Radiohead. And I thought that Johnny played bass, but then come to find out he has some brother that's in the band, too. I thought yeah he was the same person. <laughs> so I guess there's four people. Yeah. Not three. <laughs> and uh, I know Tom York. You know, I can I can name that person. Right. Um. This has not been my favorite band, so now I just have to learn all about them.
0: Well, you're getting it. Sounds like you're getting it. We had a major breakthrough a few nights ago I when know. I told you that There's actually a different. There's another Johnny.
1: There's another Johnny
0: named Colin Greenwood, his his brother. brother. Yeah.
1: No wonder they look so similar. Yeah.
0: He plays bass, and the other guy plays guitar and like you know weird electrical electric instruments. Mind blown. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Boom.
0: The drummer's name is Phil Selway. Oh, thank you. So had no clue. We can do quizzes on this. I'll get it on some index cards for you. Thank you. We'll be sure to go over it. Yep. Yeah, so Robin learned a lot. Well, what's uh, what's up next for you um, in your bass career? Are you are you really just focusing completely one hundred percent on this? Do you have any aspirations <laughs> that you've thought of? Just you know, spitballing or whatever. Like after.
1: Well, okay, so I'm gonna give this like airbag song. Like you know, maybe like another. Um five or six goes you know and then like if I get sick of it I'll just you know throw that out and mm-hmm. go into something else and the next thing on my list is the Golden Girls theme song Yeah, which is gonna be harder actually than the airbag that's, yeah man I've been
0: listening <laughs> to that thing and like going over it in my head and it's like yikes Yep, that's, that's gonna, gonna be a tough one yep. for you there's all these like octaves and stuff and little like runs
1: and let me tell you my fingers don't work like they did at one point the tab still makes sense, though. Yeah. So, that, I mean, you know, it's not like I'm a total dummy. But my goal is that once I learn this bass line and I can play it, you know, at a tempo that makes sense uh, without too many mistakes, then, then I'll be ready to start my new band. And this new band is going to be a band that only plays the Golden Girls theme song. Okay. Nice. But in every genre
0: of music. <laughs> so that will so. be like uh, reggae. Uh-huh. Versions of yep. uh, thank you for being a friend. They'll be hardcore. Country. They'll
1: be jazz. Okay. They'll be country. Yeah. They'll be uh, indie. Nice. Emo. Oh, yeah. And just when you think it's over, mm-hmm. they'll be like another song. Wow. And just when you think it's a new song, oh, good. There's a new song. No, it's the same goddamn song. And it's just a shtick. Whew. So we'll see who will sit through that. That who sounds won't.
0: horrific, man.
1: I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll just, I'll. I'll wear something um, appealing so people will watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> so you had a funny thing where you you told me when we started watching Golden Girls that you, when you heard the theme song. Yeah. You pictured Blanche <laughs> singing it.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> it's kind of Southern sounding. Yeah.
0: So you're Blanche. You're, you're playing oh. the bass. But can Blanche sing and play bass at the same time? Oof. That's my question.
1: They're the worst. Well, thank you for being a
0: friend. Mm, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, in in this new Like world, I don't have to do that.
0: Oh, so why?
1: Because I, someone else can sing it.
0: Oh, okay. I gotcha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then if I want to sing, I'll just sing karaoke.
0: And then when you're done, you can pretend you're going to be Blanche. I am when Blanche you're done singing. all the time. Oh, okay. But yeah. Somebody else can.
1: I'm like so obsessed with sex and yeah, you know
0: everything is some sort of weird double entendre.
1: Looking good, yeah, you know
0: you just dressing up. Like the the delivery of every single thing you say is like the most ridiculous thing <laughs> ever <laughs> or whatever. I was thinking about that. I was like, wait, I've never actually heard a real person who it sound, sounds sounds yes, or have. talks anything like this. And then yeah, you said nope my grandma yep
1: on my dad's side she was blanche for sure
0: yeah yep. yeah and you're right like i mean she didn't do she didn't do like weird sex double entendres that i ever heard but maybe she, she did. did sometimes okay <laughs> <laughs> all right gotcha uh check um but uh yeah but yeah i thought about it i'm like
1: I remember one time, was Blanche. you know what, this is worth mentioning because it was so mean. It was like Roastmaster General, right? Yeah. But it was my grandma. Uh-huh. So she's talking to her own daughter, right? And they're talking about like, um, so this is my aunt, talking about my aunt's boyfriend at the time. Yeah. And um, I cannot remember what the context of this conversation was, right? But my grandma, she gets mad, right, at her daughter for talking about this boyfriend in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe she's talking about it in kind of like a in-your-face sexual way or whatever. And so her comeback was, like, something to do with, like, oh, so this guy doesn't like getting hair cut in his teeth when he's, like, sucking on your tits. Like, that was her comeback.
0: She said that? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That's nasty. I know, right? That's such a meme. Oh
1: she was like uh, the meanest
0: <laughs> while he's sucking on that's like vulgar
1: yeah and i was like eight <laughs> like while she's saying this to her like i'm in the same room like they're just like going at it having this oh argument God, or that sounds
0: so crazy it's
1: so crazy dude I would
0: so much i would love to be able to just <laughs> see roll these things back you know like yeah. you can do it in your head but i mean like hear about somebody's story or something and then actually see it happening that would be so cool
1: oh my gosh but it was so it was like you wouldn't have liked it because it no, stressful. no it'd be very
0: very stressful yeah. and uncomfortable yeah, yeah. and <laughs> like, like, like really mean and confrontational that's nuts man.
1: i know right that was just the tip of the iceberg. that's not friendly at all <laughs> new no.
0: i wouldn't thank her for being my friend after seeing that
1: I wouldn't, I would have never thanked her for being a friend. <laughs> uh
0: uh-uh.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the thing is like when you play music for yourself, there's no pressure. Uh,
1: yeah. True for me. Is that true for you?
0: 100% <laughs> not. <laughs> no, I put all the self-imposed pressure on, you know, uh, I can on. And that is what like makes me do it or what I, Otherwise I wouldn't do it. So wait a so minute. So it's Let me a get weird circular like. Uh,
1: so if you didn't, if you weren't so critical, you wouldn't do it at all. But when you do it, you're so critical that you never want to do it again.
0: I think it's like every once in a while I muster the strength to do it. I'm like, I'll, I won't do that this time. And then so maybe I'll be successful for a little bit, and then I'll get super critical at some point, and then just not do it because I'm like, I'm too critical. I can't do this.
1: You are your own worst critic because <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just like. Ugh. There's so many things you could do.
0: You're pissed at me. Yeah,
1: Yeah, because you're so good. And I'm so bad. And for some reason, I don't care. So can you just not care about being so good and then just, like, do it?
0: (laughs) Just do it, man.
1: Yeah, just do it. Okay.
0: You know, there's a company out of Portland that says that. Swoosh. Yeah, just that. (laughs) Well, babe. This has been a very fun and educational episode.
1: I agree. <laughs> we want to do it again sometime.
0: Yeah, let's do it again in about a week. Okay. What do you say?
1: I like that idea. Yeah.
0: Well, I love you, babe. And thank you for being my friend.
1: <laughs> I love you too, babe. And um, we've been down the road and back again. But uh, your heart is true. So you're my pal and my confidant.
0: Okay. I won't sing you the chorus. <laughs> oh. All right. Time for us to sign off here in the studio. All this right. is uh, Robin Banks signing off and Jason Babe signing off. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're really doing it now. Okay. Love you, babe.
1: Love you, too.